When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. I am Billy Embody. Thanks for joining us. Shay Dixon along for the ride here with a little bit of a breaking news edition of the podcast and one that uh, we've talked about a lot last week, the special teams position for LSU. Well, Lo and behold, Brian Kelly had a little bit of a different plan up his sleeve on this one, Shay. LSU is promoting former Georgia and Kentucky and Colorado State defensive coordinator John Jancic, an analyst for the Tigers this past season, to an on-field role that will include coaching up the outside linebackers as well as holding the title of special teams coordinator. The Tigers will also bring in uh, one of L- uh, Brian Kelly's longtime coaching circle uh, friends, as well as a former assistant for him and Bob Diaco to assist on the special teams. And we've got a lot to talk about on this one because uh, LSU went through some options. They conducted some interviews and ultimately Brian Kelly said, uh, we're going to promote John Jancic back onto the field where he's coached almost well over three decades now and uh, get somebody else on the defensive side of the ball. Somebody Matt House is also familiar with and John Jancic. Uh, Shay, let's lead off with your initial reaction of the news uh, that broke today. You know, I, we knew that they had, it was, I guess I, I would say it was a curveball for me based off where I thought things would go, which would be to just fill the special teams role. And Kelly did that, but in a roundabout way. And we confirmed Marty Biaggi, the Ole Miss special teams coordinator, had come in. He interviewed for the opening as special teams coordinator. Bob Diaco, who ultimately got hired as an analyst, we also confirmed was on campus. Uh, he interviewed for the opening as a special teams coordinator. Brian Kelly instead goes a different direction, Billy. He adds another coach to on field, the final 10th coach, but names an outside linebackers coach, which previously Matt House was coaching linebackers, Jamar Kane coached D-line. Now they've got a third guy in Jancic who as you noted, he's been defensive coordinator at Tennessee. He's been co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach at places like Georgia. He was defensive quality control when Georgia won a national championship uh, in, what, 2021? I guess it would have been right before he came to LSU. So he knows big-time football. He knows SEC football. And he's also someone who played under Brian Kelly when Brian Kelly was the D.C. at Grand Valley State way back in the day. We're talking late 80s. He played for him on the D-line. His first job, Brian Kelly gave him as a GA at Grand Valley. They later coached together, I think, at Central Michigan it was, and 
Um, maybe one more stop, uh, but it's, you know, over time too. Well, I think, yeah. Uh, he had named him, uh, his defensive coordinator at Grand Valley state, uh, Brian Kelly did. So this is someone who, and then I guess we'll finish it out by saying a year ago, Brian Kelly, when he got here, brought John Jancic with him at the time he was at Georgia, as I mentioned, brought him over to LSU, made him a head defensive analyst, and now decided instead of a special teams coordinator, I can hire enough analysts and I can have enough guys in position to where with the new NCAA rules, Billy, you know that all these guys can coach at practice now. doesn't matter if you're an on-field coach or not. So this is my guess that Brian Kelly sees this as an opportunity to, A, get another defensive coach. It's a really good defensive coach onto the field, you know, and he'll have to recruit, but also coach a position that's of extreme value to them, like edge rusher, outside linebacker, but also them have him in charge of special teams you could go through his bio. He doesn't have any special teams experience on his resume. Now, granted, he's been coaching football for 30 years. He has been around special teams. But my guess is on game days, he's the point man on special teams, right? Or he's kind of overseeing things week to week. But there's going to be a lot of other hands involved. And I would think Bob Diaco, a guy who has coached special teams in the past, granted, he's going to come on as a defensive analyst. And he's been a D coordinator under Brian Kelly at multiple stops, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, He'll do a lot of defensive work, but I just have to think that special teams will almost become a collective effort. And I don't, I don't know if that means a guy works with the kickers, a guy works with the punters, a guy works with the coverage units, whatever it might be. I just feel like Brian Kelly isn't completely overlooking special teams here when he makes this move because special teams was the glaring weakness a year ago. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think this is all, a product of the the new rule, like you mentioned. And Matthew Bruni and I, we talked about that when uh, the news broke that Brian Polian was being moved off the field. And I think Brian Kelly realized that we can address special teams and we can obviously still make it a priority. And we're not sidestepping that. But when you look at needing somebody who at least is the organizer of this position group, from a coaching level in terms of titles and all of that, they went with John Jancic. Matt House really trusts him as well. He was also on staff with him at Kentucky. Um, and, and I feel like this is a guy that, in my conversation, we had a couple of recruits actually over the last you know, year or so when, when I've been covering them that have said, oh, I talk to Coach Jancic all the time. So he is a little bit of a guy that you can at least see a path where he could be an asset on the recruiting trail, especially in Georgia. A couple of guys that, um, you know, he, he really recruited over the last cycle. And again, you know, analysts, it's not really their job, but the fact that he's doing it at least shows me a good sign that he's going to be somebody that can step up on the recruiting trail a little bit. Um, he was a part of recruiting Akeem Dent. He had a few other top 100 guys that he recruited to Georgia as well. So um, I don't think this is one that initially off the jump that I sit back and say, all right, well, now you got to sit there and rely on, rely on him as a recruiter. Is that How's that going to work? He's at least shown that over his career um, that he's a, a capable recruiter. Um, that's one area that I look at it from. I look at it as, you know, Matt House being D.C. You know, he probably when this move was being talked about, maybe he wanted another guy out there on the field being a point man. And, and you use that term to describe the special teams being a point man at another position and that pass rushing unit, um, you know, that Jack linebacker spot is a group that we're seeing coaches um, across the board kind of bring in a guy that can be a pass rushing coach or 
um, be another assistant along that front seven and kind of a versatile role. So that's where I see him uh, fitting in on that uh, perspective. So he'll get a chance to have a hand in Deshaun Womack's development and work alongside Jamar Kane and Matt House um, in that respect. On the special team side, with that rule change, it's important to note that you can have as many guys in there as you want. But I do think in terms of titles, that's where you get him being the point man of it and him being the one to sit back and, you know, coordinate that. I mean, that's literally his title. Um, and you have these analysts that can now be in, more involved. Uh, we've seen coaching staffs change it up and, and say, all right, you're going to take punt return. You're going to take kick return. You're going to take field goal protect um, kickoffs, you know, all those things. I don't know if it's going to be as spread out like that. We we don't know. Uh, but I do think it's it's not something that in today's day and age of college football is necessarily uh, bizarre anymore to, to have that many hands involved with special teams, especially now that you can have on-field uh, analysts and guys that can talk to players and coach them up and do all of those things. So it'll be interesting to see how the changes work out uh, from coaching up the players. But, you know, as our, our man on the message board at Iowa City Tiger, he's been opining for uh, a change like this to be made. Uh, there are coaching staffs that don't have a true special teams coordinator or have a guy that, you know, does it, you know, in, in, in a, with another role attached to him. So it's not something that's completely out of uh, the realm of possibilities. I was surprised like you, though, that Brian Kelly just went this path with it. Well, and it's clear, look, he's known John Jancic since he coached him in the 80s. So worked with him a number of times. And same with Diaco, bringing him on as an analyst, someone he's worked with a number of times. I think there's also, I go beyond recruiting here. I go straight to the field and the product. And Brian Kelly, there's no way he's neglecting special teams here because he removed the special teams coach, who is one of his closest confidants and is now working more as a right-hand man, helping oversee the program, things like that, and Brian Polian. So he saw special teams as an issue. That tells me he's got a plan, whether it's with a number of different coaches, analysts, whatever it is, to get that fixed. I think he sees the opportunity to hire Jancic as my defense can get better if I put him in a full-time role. And Jancic has been a career, you know, once he's gotten to that level, a career DC. I mean, since the 2000s when he was a co-DC at Georgia, he has been DC, DC, DC. I know he had a safety stop in there, but that's been his experience before moving into kind of these off-field roles. I think he sees it as, hey, a lot of schools, Billy, we saw it in the Orgeron era. Corey Raymond was the DB coach. Well, eventually they say, look, that's a lot on one person's plate. You coach corners. We're going to bring someone in to coach safeties. Not every school just has one D-line coach. Many schools have an outside linebackers coach, a D-line coach, a linebackers coach. So you can slice this pie a lot of different ways. I think Brian Kelly sees it as, hey, me moving Jancic onto an on-field role helps my team on game days, helps my team in preparation, helps my guys in the film room with more one-on-one -on -one work, you know, whatever it might be, because now Kane gets to focus on the DNs, the D tackles, those guys playing with your hand in your dirt defensive lineman, which has been kind of his bread and butter, obviously, uh, as he continues to rise through the coaching ranks. So I don't know enough about these guys to say, oh, this is going to work or not. That's what they play the games for. And we can point fingers later and talk about it then, but there's no way you can look at their resume, which includes, multiple stops both these guys but Jancic in particular with Brian Kelly and say Brian Kelly's messed this one up because 
it's on Brian Kelly. And so far, I've seen him manage the transfer portal very well across two seasons. The roster's in better shape. They won 10 games. They won the West. He made different moves like Brian Poling coming off special teams to where I don't really have any reason to doubt the decisions he's making. There have not been any string of decisions where I've said that didn't make sense. So I move forward with this and say, all right, I'm eager to hear more about and see how it unfolds. But in no means do I question why would he do it. I'm sure that he feels this is the best option to make the team better for the 23 season. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing that as we talk about this, as we look at it and try to dissect it is we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, it, it's it's one of those hires that you don't sit back and say that is a slam dunk or that is an awful idea. Like you said, we can look back at it as it unfolds and, and see how it works out. But Brian Kelly knows a ton about these guys. Um, there's a lot of guys uh, that they could have brought in. There's a lot of guys they could have interviewed. Um, but he felt really comfortable with these guys running the show uh, at special teams and, and getting back on the field and being a part of the defensive staff in, in John Jancic's, uh, you know, role with, with the outside linebackers in the Jack position. So I, I, I agree. And I don't want to say we're, we're punting on uh, giving you guys how we exactly feel, but, um, and, and kind of copping out, but I am in the wait and see mode. You know, I think this is one where, it could really work out. You get a, a veteran coach, two of them on the staff and now have the ability to bring them in and get them, you know, on your coaching staff, which I think is something that is um, always valued when you have experience. But, um, you know, Brian Kelly does have a feel for what his staff needs, especially after having Brian Polian in this role and one that he's seen him in for many, many years, he needed a change and he went through some of the options and, had a lot of time to do it too. You know, the, the Brian Polian off field rumors were you know, flowing for probably, you know, realistically the, the whole month of January. And, you know, it wasn't just, you know, fans necessarily throughout the year saying, well, there needs to be a change made. Um, and, and Brian Kelly obviously evaluated that for a long period of time and felt like this was the direction they needed to go. I mean, there was a lot of buzz around Marty Biaggi coming over, um, but instead uh, they go this route. So, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. I mean, this is this is why Brian Kelly's paid, you know, as handsomely as he is to make these difficult decisions. And when you have come to a crossroads like they have on special teams, um, this is this is, you know, a, a, a big move for him. And uh, I'm very intrigued to see how it works out and how they separate all the duties or, or how they uh, just, you know, have the structure of it. I think it's smart, too, because this is what you have to do with these analysts. Not only do you want a bunch of analysts who can help you, and these guys do everything from, like, advanced scouting to, you know, scouting, self-scouting, whatever it might be, just things to help out the staff. And Brian Kelly, much like Kirby Smart, much like Nick Saban, much like the greats who are out there who, and Brian Kelly is certainly one of them, who's been here around the block a number of times and understands the changing landscape of college football, Go up and down his list of analysts that he has because he just promotes one in John Jancic to an on-field role, and he replaces him with Bob Diaco, a guy who's been a head coach before, a guy who's been a coordinator with him before. You're putting really experienced people there. I mean, you look, Terry Malone has been one of the first analysts he brought in. He was the offensive line coach at Michigan and Boston College and a lot of big-name places. Trent Miles, the guy they brought in a year ago uh, as well, is close with Denbrock, has been – a head coach at a number of places. I mean, Georgia State, Indiana State. He had had a number of uh, NFL jobs, position coach-wise. So 
it's like not so much a pipeline to where, oh, that guy's got to then become a coach like John Jancic. But, hey, if they do become a coach, great. If they don't, then you had them for whatever amount of time and you had those resources at your disposal. That's great because this is a lot different than the days of where, Billy, you might have two GAs who were guys that played for you last year and they're just trying to get into coaching. And now you've got them doing 8,000 things. This is expanding the analyst department, which happened a number of years back, but taking advantage of it by putting guys like this on your coaching roster, if you will, I think is huge. And that's why I don't mind Kelly. I know this guy. Well, I'm moving him up and I don't mind him saying, Hey, I'm gonna go get a guy I've worked with before in Diaco and bring him in. So I, I'm not bashing either of these. I think that he probably has a very good plan with it. Yep. We'll be uh, watching it spring ball starting next week. So we'll get a quick look uh, at what the special teams layout looks like, as well as hear from Brian Kelly about it. So we'll have all that coverage. Um, this is still very much breaking news, but um, some big news in the offseason as spring practice approaches for LSU. Be sure to subscribe to the Bengal Tiger YouTube channel. Get close to 3,100 subscribers on the site now uh, on YouTube and uh, continue to add subscribers uh, ready for spring practice as well as a big recruiting weekend, which we're going to talk about on the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast on Wednesday. So sh be sure to tune into that. Shay, appreciate you stopping in. Quick podcast for you guys on the new hire, John Jancic, moving into special teams coordinator and outside linebackers and Bob Diaco joining the staff as an analyst. So for Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time on the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast, a loaded episode coming your way. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.